In this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast, we find out really, well, we don't find out, we talk about, we discuss, we figure out the real cost of going on a trip, maybe a weekend trip with you, yourself, your, your spouse, your friend, your kids, your dogs. We're going to try to break down what it really costs to go enjoy the RVing and camping that you love. Very good. I can't wait. Welcome to the RV Small Talk Podcast, where we talk about lightweight trailers, truck campers, and people, places, and adventures that go right along with them. We are your hosts from Princess Craft RV in Round Rock, and now in Houston, I'm Clint. I'm PJ. And I need coffee. It's true. Someone, someone give her more caffeine and wire her more. Thank you very much. So, let's get a little small talk in before we talk about other small talkish stuff. Ooh, can we small talk about the Cortez camper that showed up today? It's so cute. I want to talk about it more, but I haven't seen inside of it yet. Yeah, it was locked. I I did a good once around, but I couldn't do it (laughs) once Well, you can't not do a once around when you see this cute little Would would you say the Cortez is like a conquistador? It conquers your heart? Well, I don't know, because I haven't been inside either. We have been busy working and we don't have the keys. So someone has the keys. We will see inside of it. But the outside is it's like. Give us a word picture. It, it, it is like the Easter egg that people took a little extra time with because it's turquoise on the bottom and white on the top. It's right, ha- right next to the barefoot. That's a. Easter egg that I would do, which is all one color. Oh, okay. So this one, this one's stylish because it's half dunked. It's half dunked. I yes. think the Cortez looks like a anti-depression pill. What? Okay. Doesn't it? Okay. How do you know what an anti-depression pill looks well, like? I just, Lindsay? I was going to say a pill, but then I thought I'd throw in anti-depression because it's a camper. So like it uh, makes you happy. Yes. Yeah. Oh. Y'all are, that, that was too far. No, that, that was, was too just far. No, 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 no. too far. You know what? Sometimes there's a joke and, and it completely loses itself in the explanation. Your explanation actually made it. You landed that one. <laughs> I don't know. Well done. Just, I get my wins where I can. Yeah. A, so here it is. It's, it's in, it's an all fiberglass camper in the vein of an Oliver or a Casita or a Scamp or along those lines. But I think this one, this one has a little something. It has a little inflection upon it. A that little is, flare. Yeah. Yes. And and I, I, I have seen the inside through videos and yes. pictures. I can't wait to see it in person because I've been in those others. And I think I'm going to be just excited for where they're going with this thing. Well, I just want to park it right next to the barefoot all the time because those two little fiberglass eggs next to each other are just warms my heart. They're yeah. like just cousins. don't know what to tell you. Yeah. I just think it's awesome. I'm, so I feel very special. I'm sure we're going to be doing a video on it soon, right? We Pictures, do that sort of thing? Video? Oh, I am. we do. First time for everything. That's right. Okay, so do you two have plans to go camping? Because I have been twice already <sighs> this year. What are you two doing? I'm like getting your allotment oh. in. Yeah, Clint you're is right. beating our you butt. Are right. All right, well. I started to plan a trip and then I stopped. I keep on sending count? you like links on how, look here for sites, look there for sites. I try to get you camping buddies and you won't go. You sent me one. Twice. <laughs> you sent me the same one twice. That doesn't count. I just, well, I, I think we have the same problem that everybody does. You know, you plan on it, but until you sit down mm-hmm. and pick the date, make mm-hmm. the reservation, 
plan the excursion, Mm -hmm. set it in stone. It's always this, I'll get to it, I'll get to it, I'll get to it. And and it's hard, it's hard to get it done. Uh, you got to prioritize it, PJ. I know. It's baseball season. I'm not going camping for another few months. Camp at the baseball field. They have a parking lot. It's at a school. You get arrested for that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't camp at a school. <laughs> I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to throw it out there again for those who are listening. I'm sure your states have something like this, but certain because it's on Reserve America that it does this. Texas State Parks have a link on their Reserve America webpage that says camp this weekend and if you click it it shows you everything that's available in every state park in texas so i think every state will have this that's still open so you just say oh which one's closest to me that's really cool yes and you send me that link uh, for a third time you <laughs> for the got third it. time <laughs> and that is for the last minute camping even if you go for one night because let's say your kid has baseball practice mm-hmm. then you can just go for one night yeah. No. Yeah, you can. Well, let me say this. I'm out. If it's under 50 miles away, I will consider a one-nighter. If it's over 50 miles away, I need at least two nights. If it's a day's drive away, I need three nights minimum. That's my. That's that's how well, I. I think that's it. fair. He's got some rules. I think that's fair. Yeah. Well, he likes rules. Well, the, the deal is, is I don't think I. I don't think about it. It just when I'm looking at sites, I'm like, nah, this is two nights. If and I. As I'm talking to you on the mics, I'm working it out. Oh, that's kind of how it plays out with me. Well, you know, my famous saying is nobody wins a prize for driving the farthest. So even if it's five miles down the road, nobody cares. PJ, you don't go. And guess what's five miles away from your house? Yes. And I do go. Well, go. But I haven't been there this year. This year yet. Okay. (laughs) I will go. All right. Check in with me next week at the podcast. I will have some plans. Okay. Well, while we're talking about RVing, there's a lot of talk (laughs) about RV. No, no. That is what we talk about here. In a small way. (laughs) (laughs) So, what about the cost of doing a quick two, three, or four night trip? And we can think kind of compare. Now, obviously, this is not going to be comparing to a full-timers. That's a different way of thinking all together. Oh, yeah. We did a great podcast on that, actually. Yeah. So we can bring that back. I'll maybe but, find out where that, what number that is. But yeah. What, check, the, check the notes. But we need to talk about weekends. Yeah. Yeah. Our weekend warriors or, or I've got a long weekend sort of scenario. It could okay. just be you. It could be a small family or a group of friends or just 20 dogs and you or something like that. So, 20 dogs? Yeah. You you might actually. You, I need a bigger camper. You might be running a dog sled team. <laughs> I don't know. In summer. There's not 20 on a dog sled there team. Isn't, is there isn't. But, but maybe it's a team of dog sled teams. A couple of dog sled teams. How many dogs are on a dog sled team? I have no idea. <laughs> I live in the wrong part of the How world. How do you know it's not 20? That would be one heck of a dog sled team. Caitlin, how many dogs are on a dog sled team? <laughs> tell me, tell me now. <laughs> okay, um, we'll let you know momentarily. Right now, let's say you want to go camping for three or four days and you think, you know, let's just fly there, get a hotel room, just make it easy. It doesn't cost that much. So that's not camping at all. What's But what's the comparison? Yeah. Isn't that what we're talking yeah, about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the comparison? So so maybe this is a, maybe a tinge of this conversation will be about the value of of it. Because we we we've had we've had podcasts on what camping does for you. So we know there's psychological and emotional effects here. But we're just mm-hmm. talking from a numbers standpoint. There's some value here. I want to talk about cash. 
Cash. Let's talk money. I had a friend named Cash growing up. Did never, you? Never. I think it's a great his, name. His last name. His name was actually Cashel. Oh, that's not a great name. But everyone called him Cash. Well, of course. Okay. All right. So the the big three that everyone talks about is obviously the gas, mm-hmm. the food, and the reservations. All any mix of those things. I mean, the food can give you gas. The the price of reservations <laughs> can give you. Anyways, so so let's go ahead and get those out of the way, and then we can kind of kick around some of the other things that we might not have thought of. Okay. Okay. So, what would you say the average cost of a campsite is? Well. That's a good one. What do y'all think? I don't know. Like 35 30, Yeah, I'd say like 30. Okay. But then some places you get into more of a metropolitan area. Uh-huh. It can be 50, 60. It could just be a hot location like yeah. Florida. Florida has higher on average. Right. Because people are vacationing there year round. And it depends on the amenities, whether right. you get a full hookup or whether you get something that, you know, like a state park maybe has electric and water right. and then a dump station. Right. Exactly. So, so you, I think somewhere between 35 and 50 a night is fair. I think that that's that's kind of average when you're staying at the at the state park and national park kind of scenarios. I know that I get away with 15 to 20 dollars a night because I have a Texas State Parks Pass and most mm-hmm. days will have something along those lines. Um, so that's pretty good considering right. what a hotel would cost for, let's say, one person a night. What do you think an average is? Let's say average hotel cost, not your not your dive hotel kind of thing. Well, again, it's hard to say because it depends on where you are. Yeah, but I would say average 120, 150 a night, maybe for one person. I think so. I just got a hotel room in Cincinnati, which C-I-N-C-I-N-N-A-T-I, Cincinnati, the best town in Ocho, Ohio, USA. At first they called it Cincy, but then Cincy was too natty. They named it Cincinnati, so they say. Go ahead. That was that was wonderful. Thank you. <laughs> I knew that would happen. So I was just just getting it out of, out of the way. Uh, yes, um, because my kids watched the movie T- the Toy. What is it? Babes in Toyland oh or my something. Gosh, that's an old one. Yes. Mm-hmm. Baby County Reeves and Baby um Baby um uh, Drew uh, Barrymore. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. Anyway. And they sing Cincinnati okay. song. Okay. So anyway, um but it was hundred and fifty a night. It's a double tree right. downtown. That's I don't know. Looks situation. kind of like average yeah. at hundred and fifty. You know, I get worried if if a hotel is a hundred dollars or less. Uh, I mean, understandable. I get a little worried. Um, I've been in some budget situations in some Houston type cities uh-huh. named Houston. <laughs> and uh, they were still and, rough. And it's, a, it's a little scary. <laughs> but then, you know, it's not uncommon for a hotel in a in a vacationing spot to be 200 or more. Right. So right. I would say if we budgeted at 150, that would be probably best case scenario for any place you would go for a getaway adventure. Right. Right. And you want to be comfortable and be safe and all that. Now, granted, if you go for the upper tier of RV resorts, you know, with all the amenities and, you know, things for the kids to do shows, uh, you know, a lot of stuff to do, those may be running at the 150 a night as well. But that's an RV resort. Some of them have full on water parks. Well, that's different because that's kind of the price of admission all along with the camping fee. Yeah. Let's just talk general camping. General camping. General camping, 150 a night, 
hotel room versus you go for three mm-hmm. nights, four days, three nights. Mm-hmm. That's what four fifty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's not bad. Not not bad for hotel camping, but but if we're looking at let's say a hundred versus some ballpark of one hundred and fifty for the same nights and a general camping situation, that's nice. Not too bad. Okay, so what about what about the gas situation, the fuel situation, because it might be diesel as well. Um, obviously, obviously you're driving on either vacation or fl- adding flying or some sort of passage. It could be mm-hmm. train, could be, I don't know, boat. T- well, if you're driving, <laughs> you pay gas. Yeah. But if you're flying, gosh, who knows what that would cost. So. I figured that you're gonna lose a fair chunk of your average gas mileage for, on your tow vehicle once you're hit, hitched up to something. I've, I would figure you lose seven miles per gallon, maybe in the ballpark of seven to 10 miles per gallon. So you are lose some efficiency there. I looked up gas prices today for the US, so we know that that has a lot of variation depending on your locale. Mm-hmm. Um, Right now, today, the average cost of gas is $3.44.6. No, 44, yeah, whatever. 3.446 for regular, 3.886 for mid-grade, and 4.188 for premium. Um, and diesel is $4.37 or 38 cents. This is from gasprices.aaa.com. So, so there's our gas prices. But when I factor it in, if I think about how far how far are we typically traveling? What do we want this example to be? Fifty miles, hundred miles? I would say hundred miles. Let's push it. Okay, hundred miles. Hundred miles, and but push it real good. This is what I'm going to contribute in this yeah. entire episode. Just like sing when I think of a song. So do you want to? And so so we're doing that. So it's two hundred miles because it's round trip. Right. Right. Okay. Do you want to fill up with regular gas, mid grade gas? Let's do regular. Come on. Let's just not be crazy. Okay. So it's going to be uh, 300 and let's say $350 one way. 350 one way. Right. So $700 in gas. Okay. But if you fly four people somewhere, it's going to be 12 to 1500. We're doing this wrong. We're doing this wrong because we haven't mentioned what our gas mileage is. So let's say 10, we get 10 miles per gallon. Yeah. I think that's fair. Let's just, because if you're in a truck, that's about where you'll be. Okay, so it'll be so it'd 70, be, 80, 70, 80 bucks for gas for this trip. Yeah, that was way off. The yeah, first I, was, like, I was wondering how yeah. you got there and then I thought, oh, okay. I got there badly because, because <laughs> he timed it just by 100. Yeah, but then I was like, wait a second. We're not like getting one mile per gallon. <laughs> 70 to 80 uh, dollars in gasoline it must be boring listening to a podcast where we're all sitting here trying to do math and talking numbers they didn't know it was boring until you told them they oh, can also turn it you off you can't call their attention oh. to how boring it is now they're thinking about it PJ stop thinking about how boring it is it's not boring <laughs> stop calling it's this out it's so fun You're Lindsay might sing again I definitely will <laughs> sing again the question is what Okay, so even if you're doing a hotel trip somewhere, you're you might be driving the same distance. So that's a that's a wash, right? Okay. Except for you get a little bit better gas mileage. So a hotel for three days is going to be 
what, 450 mm-hmm. whereas a campsite's going to be 100. 100, 150. Yeah, so you save 350. Yeah, even with gas, we're sitting If you're ahead. cooking at the campsite. Uh, this is key. So yeah, let's talk about food. Or eating at restaurants. Yeah. Huge. I, I tell you what, that was the hardest thing. When we were trying to stay on a budget mm-hmm. and we were traveling with three kids. Why didn't you leave like one or two at home? They want to eat like a bunch of times every day. Yeah, but they're okay with cheap food, aren't they? Yeah, but Kids? what's cheap? You know, McDonald's is seven, eight bucks a kid. Not if, not if, there's three kids, right? Not back right? when I was a kid. It's it three kids, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Give one of them the top bun, one of them the meat, and one of them the bottom bun, you just rotate them. <laughs> there is no way. <laughs> there is no way that back in the early 90s, it cost eight bucks to feed a kid at McDonald's. Yeah, the dollar menu was was like 75 cents. Yes, but dollar menu always had, it didn't have kids food. They knew better than that. They wanted to give you the happy meal with the toy and the fries and mm-hmm. the little chicken nugget things. And the, and and the, the toy, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so you got the whole Did thing. Did you get that? Did you so get that growing up, Lindsay? I didn't get a lot of happy meals You're growing one of those up. kids that she's speaking of. No. No, but you ate at Jim's and had a lot of pancakes. Ooh. You know, is so. Is Jim's yeah. regional? Because Jim's is, is a Texas thing, I think. It's, it's kind of a Denny's. I feel like Jim's was. It's better than Denny's. How dare you? I know. I know. <laughs> it's it's dirtier than Denny's. It is. <laughs> it's like the Waffle House of Denny's. It is like the, the should have been gone a long time ago Denny's. Yeah, but there's something about it. Just like Waffle yeah. Houses still stick around and there's something to them. There's something about Jim's, particularly in Texas. I think they started in San Antonio. Didn't you? meet dad in the gyms no i didn't yeah you did there's no there's there's some connection there but it's a bar that is now a gyms no the gyms was next to the bar (laughs) so so uh, so, so much going on here so the gyms was where the hangovers went yeah exactly it's where we go after we close the bar and carbs Mm -hmm. yeah coffee and carbs i'm going to gyms i'm not going to gyms so let's say we're not the 1990s, and uh-huh. you've got two kids it costs with you. Ten dollars. So there's a kid. four of you. Mm-hmm. You're going to spend thirty bucks on a really cheap meal. You so are. If you spend thirty bucks three times. I mean, let's just round it with tips to a hundred bucks. If you can feed four people for a hundred bucks a day, you are paying attention, cutting coupons, yeah. and skimping. Yeah. So I have here from glampingorcamping.com. So that's a website I thought had some interesting stuff on it. And and this is one of the things I pulled it. They say, as a general idea, food will cost anywhere from $8 to $60 per day per person. Whoa. Wow. $8 a day? If you're, I mean, if you're really cheese and crackering it. Is that formula for an infant? What is that? No, that costs way more. That's, that's, that's the high mercury tuna fish. Is is that like <laughs> a loaf of bread and a small jar of peanut butter and then some jelly and yeah. you, you eat that three times a day? Sure, sure. I mean, I mean, they don't tell me, but you could do it, right? You could sustain for a weekend trip that way, if you. I mean, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's exactly what we used to do on our road trips. <laughs> and my dad that's would true. make all the sandwiches and then put them back in the sandwich bag. Yeah. So it looked like a loaf of bread. And then you can pull them out and it's ready. Oh, that's brilliant. Mm-hmm. I'm I doing know. that. Mm-hmm. I know. They're a little bit soggy, but it's fine. I hate to say he did that when we went to the movies, too. <laughs> and look at you now. Look where you are today because of this planning. Well, they had dollar shows back then, so it was a cheap way to entertain all of us. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so 
let's what are we going to pick for food? Because I'm thinking when you're cooking, you can certainly do that for thirty dollars a day for four people. Okay. Right. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Thirty. 30 to 50. $30 per person? No, no, no. no. For, for the, the group, for the family, I think, if yeah. you're mm-hmm. cooking at the site. Sure. Yeah. But if you go to restaurants to eat, or if you're out, even if they have a free breakfast, you're probably going to spend around $100 a day. And mm-hmm. that's if you're careful. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that's reasonable. Easily, easily. Uh, oftentimes, whenever I go camping from here, because we'll, we'll oftentimes leave on a Friday after we do our Friday live stream, and so oftentimes we'll pick up dinner on the way down to where we're going. We typically average in the 30 to $40 range when, I'll, when I feed both my kids and my wife and me. Right. Don't always do that. If you're really conservative yeah. and you drink water. Mm-hmm. So, so absolutely. Uh, that's one meal versus what I could probably get away with for a whole day for the family. Right. And if I'm hotel camping, I'm pretty much relegated to buying more food. I mean, there, there may be a continental breakfast, but, but you got to buy something somewhere because you can't like, I mean, you're, you, you can't stand in the lobby and keep making Texas shaped waffles and then hide <laughs> them under your shirt and then take them back to your room and eat them all day long. You probably Is that could. what you're saying. <laughs> you probably I can't could. do that. <laughs> but here's the, here, if you're driving to a hotel, you can still get away with bringing food like you would camping. I just don't see it happening as many as often as people talk about. Well, it. let's just say you can eat a heck of a lot better and a heck of a lot cheaper if you're camping. Yes, you're, you're so, almost forced into it. In you are. <laughs> so so what else? Oh, I don't know. I, that's a whole nother discussion. You know, when you're camping, some people think of it as a free pass and they take all the junk food. Or they don't take any food. They just take liquefied Barley. I'm both of those people. You know what? It's good to be understanding and you have a way to, to really connect to people. So what else is different between camping and taking a four day jaunt with your family? What else is different? Oh, I got to think there's other things that you consume mm-hmm. whenever you're going camping, particularly if you're an RV. Let's start with a very easy one. It doesn't cost that much, but it's something that you do consume and it'll run out. When you least expect it. Toilet oh, paper. That too. <laughs> Propane. <laughs> you know? Okay. Man, I thought I had that one. <laughs> still still related to gas. <laughs> so so I think that that's, that's, that's like a, a jumping off point. That's something that's different. Propane's kind of expensive, but, you know, even if you go through two tanks of propane, how much is that? Since I have an Intech Discover and it has a huge bottle of propane and it only has two a two burner stove and nothing else that uses it, it's been a long time since I've filled a propane bottle. Mm. What, what do we What do we see out there? Thirty dollars? I have no idea. Kaylin. <laughs> Kaylin, we need information. <laughs> What's a propane bottle cost now? <laughs> I feel like all good podcasts have like somebody on the side who can Google stuff for them. Right. Someone smart, smarter, smart well, enough to not get on camera. So, <laughs> smart enough to use Google. So probably three, three to four dollars. Yeah. Isn't it like thirty five, forty dollars for an exchange? Probably at at the convenience store. Twenty to Is sixty. That right? Wow, twenty okay. to sixty. That's a big range. So we're going to say forty. Okay. Because we're in the middle. Works for me. So forty for propane. Is someone writing all this down? No, we're we're recording it. Oh. 
<laughs> we can't add and subtract in our head. Are you kidding? Um, so, so you do have a little bit of propane, but that really is the only extraneous cost. Okay. What about more, there's more maintenance involved, particularly if you have an RV situation. Well, that means you just simply have to average it over the year. But do you count maintenance and then the cost of your RV? So oh, there's that too. Know? There's that too. Uh-huh. But we do financing all the time here. <laughs> so on average, with all the people that come that sit across from the financing table here, mm-hmm. what are you seeing as kind of an average payment per month? Oh, gosh. I, you know, I see everything from one hundred and ninety five dollars all the way to six hundred. Okay. Probably an average payment to two seventy. Two yeah, seventy five to three fifty. Okay. That's that's about the same as a three night or four night stay at a hotel. But you have an RV. Right. So so in that way, is that kind of a wash? Would we call that a wash if you at least use your RV? Uh, for a long weekend once a month. Yeah. Then it's a wash, absolutely. Then it's a total win because you actually have an RV. But Otherwise, if you don't go camping, <laughs> then it it isn't. In which case, if you don't go camping enough, I might suggest taking advantage of the what do they call it, uh, RV share type situation where you can basically yeah. rent out your RV. And, okay, and have well, someone else pay you for it. <laughs> <laughs> but but let's let's. What have we covered so far? We've covered travel. Mm-hmm. We've covered gas. Mm-hmm. We've covered food. And we now have covered... A little bit of maintenance. A little bit of just ownership, cost of ownership. Okay. A, a little propane, yeah. Okay. The supplies. What else is there? Insurance. You have insurance. another thing that you're insuring. Okay. Right? If it's if it's got wheels and an axle. You don't necessarily okay. have to insure, insure it if it is a truck camper, correct? Uh, uh, no, you still need to insure it. Okay. People think you don't. It's the reg. I'm sorry. I'm thinking about registration. Yes. That's, you don't title it, yeah, but yeah, you still got to yeah. pay for insurance. So what else is there on the camping side? I didn't really bring up the gear and all that because people, I mean, you don't just have nothing in your RV. I mean, you mm-hmm. have what your dishes, your cups, your travel chairs and things like that. So there's some gear involved, which you will forever if you're like me be picking mm-hmm. up new stuff to add to yeah. your kit um but that's that's durable goods they do wear out slowly but they're durable lasting goods that you can have for years well plus you get to own stuff and you get to buy stuff and everybody loves that right right, right. pick out more cool stuff and buy it do you think people when they travel hotel style versus rv style are more or less likely to pick up keepsakes and memory types of souvenirs this is just a, a question i have no idea where i don't know i think same i think samesies you i think, think so? there are keepsake people and not keepsake have you people. seen my new mug from my most recent camping yeah, trip? <laughs> and you are not one of those okay. people so that no. blows me away yeah but it's a good mug <clears throat> it is a good mug <laughs> uh, i like it so anyways what so, I, go ahead hold I, on we're going to talk over you so it can be funny no 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 go ahead what do you think is cheaper if i do a last minute trip and run and throw everything in my trailer and go for a weekend or if i plan it for like months 
and then go exact same spot Ooh, for the is, same amount of time. I think this is personality based. Which which one am I going to spend more money on? PJ, what would you? What other side would you fall on? I think you are obviously going to spend a little more money on plan if on an unplanned trip. Probably because you're going to buy a little more food than you need to be sure you have everything. You may need to pick up some last minute things that are always going to be a little more expensive than if you'd brought it from home. But past that, past that, I think it's all the same. I feel like I would spend more money if I planned it. Me too. Absolutely. Yes, because I'd be like, yes. I mean, it's like, look at all the people who come and pick up their trailers and they're like, oh, I've literally have a garage full of stuff because I've been waiting for this trailer right. so all I do is shop online I've and I'm finding online. this oh, and wow. try finding storage solutions and I feel like if I had a trip planned and I'd spend all this time like trying to I figure out what I could that. buy to make things easier or better or but more fun or the way that I camp it's throw everything in the trailer and let's go and then it's like whatever we don't have like the make do. Oh, well. You're camping. Yeah. yeah, I think the longer it's on my schedule, the more I think of, well, what? Different what did, stuff that you absolutely need. What was that thing last time that, that I wish I had? Yes. And I have time to find it now. Yes. <laughs> Quick trips, you don't have time. You're going to be wishing you had yeah. it again, but so you everyone, won't have it. Yeah, take advantage of that button, camp this weekend. You don't have time to spend extra money. Boom, boom. That was just what I thought of when when we came up with this podcast. So, yeah. well, I think that if you are, if we're comparing, say, a four day weekend with a family of four, mm-hmm. uh, and a four day camping trip, there's two things. First of all, if you do, if you drive somewhere or fly somewhere, yes, you're going to have obviously more costs. Wherever you stay, it is most likely going to be double or triple mm-hmm. what your camping is getting there is going to cost either the same if you're driving the same distance right. or more if you're flying right so and then eating out is huge yep. and those are all the things that people mention we've mentioned a few other things that that may add in but the difference is maybe you are paying $300 a month for your camper every mm-hmm. month and maybe you are paying a little more maintenance along the way and a little more gear it's still cheaper than a hotel room for three or four nights i agree and you own something so mm-hmm. there's the idea that not only do you own something but you are having a different experience right and that different experience is going to be available to you at a cheaper price because that 350 or 400 a month that you're paying in your payment and your insurance mm-hmm. that's already in your budget right that's right the rest of this is like hey do we want to spend a little money and go have an adventure sneak away for a couple sure. days sure it's super cheap when you run away, do an unplanned trip like Lindsay was talking right. about. Whereas if you do an unplanned trip and you decide, hey, let's let's fly to Chicago and have right. a long weekend and enjoy. Oh man, there is no good that comes from last minute planning <laughs> on that. To Chicago. None. Okay, so so in this this kind of brings up the fact that the activities that you're likely to engage in while camping are vastly different. 
for the most part. Now, you can still go to museums and all that, but if you're camping, you're a little bit more inclined to enjoy the outdoors. And hiking is pretty cheap for the most part. Yeah, fishing very can cheap. be very cheap unless you actually keep buying fishing poles. Yeah. Um, so, <laughs> so, but hobbies are healthy. Whole yeah. nother podcast. You may already have a bicycle, you know, it, it, whereas if you're hotel traveling, you're probably not just looking for those places to eat, but right. also those museums, those theater seats, the the ball game, something mm-hmm. like that. Well, even if you do that, though, I guess I I I when we're comparing costs, there's so much more to think about than just the money. There is no way that owning a camper, if you use it regularly, and we're talking every month or even every other month, right? Just for a long weekend this or is a weekend. Three, the two of you. Yes, month three. I, I know, I know, I know. Then, then it's definitely cheaper. But the best part about it when you're comparing costs is that you don't have to plan a thing. You can wake up that morning and say, I think I'd like to go somewhere this weekend. Yeah. And you can take off without incurring crazy costs yeah. and without really stepping sure. outside your budget. That is the value to me. Yeah. Because you step outside your budget if you decide you want to drive and hang out in a city and get a hotel room. That's a chunk of change. Yeah, yeah. It's a chunk and of this change. this actually makes it, another point, if you're not just going out for yourself camping, mm-hmm. this makes it cheaper if you need to reconnect with someone. If they're in driving distance, this is a cheaper way to visit family and friends. I don't know. I just, I know our podcast took a little bit of a left. We were going to talk about numbers, but I just can't talk about costs without thinking about all the other values that go right along with it. Because mm-hmm. I, there's any way you slice it, it's cheaper. Okay. By the dozen. Yeah. Do you have a dozen camping trips planned? No, but I will probably get there faster than the two of you. He's got two more than us. <laughs> I do, right. And I do have two more already planned. Well, so. Clint, you're inspiring. Um, I uh, I have kids who keep on bugging me about it. And Good. I'm okay with entertaining it. <laughs> Good. It is a great way to entertain kids. Yeah. I really feel sorry for kids who don't get enough just run around the outdoors you know time. my eldest she's seven years old and mm-hmm. i think she i know she's camped way more than i have had by that age because i don't think my father got his tent for christmas as a present till i was maybe eight or nine so i didn't go camping at all in my life until i was maybe eight nine or ten and my daughter has been how many times? My son has been how many times? I have no idea. You're an awesome dad, Clint. Nah, nah. Yeah, you are. It's awesome. So, anywho, go yourself is good for you. Take your kids. It's good for them. Bring them back. That's also good for you. Mm-hmm. Take your dogs. They love it. Mm-hmm. Quit thinking about vacations as being like this big expensive thing, man. Just you go. got a camper? Man. Yeah. You can just take a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Have an adventure, and it's not going to wreck your budget. Right, and and if you have a camper, keep reminders of of your trips and your your hopeful trips all around you. And I was talking to Caitlin. Caitlin, there you are. <laughs> I was talking to Caitlin the other day. It's kind of like whenever uh, when I was learn, trying to learn to play guitar and stuff like that. If it was out of sight, out of mind, it was completely out of mind. 
and you never picked it up. Well, if you don't have your camper in front of your house because of an HOA situation or something like that, or you don't have reminders of the trips you've taken or the places you want to go around you, just bold face staring you in the face, you're not gonna go enough. So camping pictures on your refrigerator if you have to keep the camper away from your house. Is mm-hmm. that what you're saying? Can I just take a picture of my trailer and put it in a frame and put it on my desk? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. You could, I mean, I'd, I'd well, allow actually, it. Well, actually, Lindsay, I, I heard that we're gonna, um, like use yours for they already have meetings. So, <laughs> so yours is going to be front yeah. and center. You just need to go they camping already, in it now. Yeah, they've already started using it. We use campers for all kinds of things here at Princess Craft. Meetings, it training. works. Yes, yeah. cool. Well, Always all right. Uh, any other thoughts on the cost of RVing? No, don't make me uh, add any more numbers in my head. I'm struggling with that. Yeah, I failed. It's the end of the day, I failed on that early in the podcast. So I'm not going to try again. I'm embarrassed. All right. I'm also not editing it out. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Uh, well. Lindsay, I, f- I feel it's, it's high time you, you you take us out. Sing a song? Yes, but about the heartland. The only place I feel at home. Sing about the way a good man works until the daylight's gone. I don't know that song. See the rain on the roof on a summer night. Where there ain't no wrong from right. Sing a song about the heartland. Sing a song about my life. Thank you for joining us. <laughs> the RV Small Talk Podcast. It's been a blast. And it didn't cost you a dang thing. <laughs> if you want to hear other <laughs> episodes, <laughs> go to rvsmalltalk.com. You can find us on Facebook at RV Small Talk Podcast. 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 And RV Small Talk Community, where we love to see your camping pictures, your camping budget, uh, ideas for new episodes, anything you want to throw at us or the group. If you're a monkey, don't throw anything, please. <laughs> oh, goodness. <laughs> I uh, bet there's people out there that have budgets that they've made with all these you know. details in it. You know what they I are? I would love to see that. The, they're Lance owners and they're truck campers. They're Lance owners. <laughs> it's I, true. I don't know. I think some of these tiny trailer people are amazing. Yeah. I bet they have a magnificent detailed budget. Glorious. Yes. Teach us a few things. I'd love to see the budgets. Learn me a thing or two. Speaking of tiny trailers, the Texas Tiny Trailer Rally is coming up. So if you haven't signed up yet, it is a free rally in Bandera from April 27th to... April 30th, the the next Sunday. April 27th (laughs) to April 30th in Bandera. So look it up, Texas Tiny Trailer Rally on Facebook and join us. It'll be super fun. And then our truck camper rally is the weekend after that. So if you have a truck camper, join us for that. Cool. That's that's all I got. I can't even think of a song to take us out. That's all good. I, I'll go. It, is it is it all good? No, but I'll, I'll cry myself. To it. <laughs> Everybody, thank you for joining us for this episode of the RV Small Talk podcast, and we will see you next time. Wait. No. How many dogs are in a dog sled competition team? Caitlin. Four to six or eight to 12, depending on if it's a solo or a family. I want my fan man there. The more you know. There you go. 